Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Pat. So, uh, well, I mean, you're welcome to to unveil as much or as little as you want. The Hall of Fame voting has come out. You are one of the senior BBWAA members. You're a single-digit guy, I believe. Uh, I, I haven't seen this year. I was six last year. We'll see if uh, we'll see if everybody made it through a year every year. Actually, how how old is the number one? Uh, I am not sh- even sure who it is now because Sid only had it for 11 months. Sid was, uh, Seymour Siwoff had it for years and Sid was number two and then Seymour died and then, uh, Sid, Sid has had number one, but he didn't quite make a full year. So uh. I, I don't know who number one is now. Uh, somebody sent me the list, but I don't have it. And, uh, uh, so I, uh, I don't know age wise, uh, I'm 77. I don't know if I'm the youngest of the uh, top six or not. But uh, <laughs> You're a pop. But I think it was Ira Burkow who wrote a column about when he first got under 20 that it was like, it's your, you're watching your, you're watching your mortality fade. Into the, you know, you're just watching yourself. Uh, so uh, one year I was, I got down to nine and that was kind of traumatic. And then it popped back up to 11 because they let some people in, MLB guys and Does stuff. Bring, bring a couple of 80 year olds in to then even it out? Some or? guys who had a little more seniority than I, who were old ball riders who went to MLB. And originally they didn't let the MLB.com guys in, but then they let okay. them back in. And then I went to eight, then I went to six. And I stayed at six for a year, but uh, we'll see. I haven't gotten the new card for this year yet, so okay. I'll see where it is. But that's, uh, you know, 19, they actually put me on a list in 1970, I think, so I could do some uh, clubhouse stories on for the afternoon paper. I didn't really start the beat till 74, but I, was, I did some part-time stuff out there in the summer when because the, the St. Paul paper, the beat guy wrote for both papers, and when he was home, they tried to get somebody out there write the afternoon story. So then I did that a few times. So yeah. that's one of my great memories is the Ron Paranowski is opening up his mail and I'm talking to him. He's a great guy. And uh, and the, he got he got the poster that said Polish handgun on it. Then it had the barrel turned around, pointed yeah. at the guy who <laughs> shot the barrel and said, use this on yourself. <laughs> Some oh guy was bad because he flew. That was back when we had emotions about uh, baseball. Twitter before Twitter. Yes. Twitter. That's what that is. The boy, man, I wish I if you had a Twitter, if you had a camera back then, you could have taken a photo, you know, if you had yourself on. back then. Yeah. He, could have, he was, he thought, he said, He's going through his mail. Look at this one. <laughs> you know, back then, 
said they were they weren't that hypersensitive you know they were you know especially a guy like him who was a crusty old veteran anyway yeah, yeah well i i, I, I bring anyway i bring it up because up. so scott Rowland uh got yes. into the hall of fame and I've been I, think, voting for him. I don't know if i voted for him originally but i've been voting for him for about five years and the way uh, i don't have a vote but the way i sort of think about hall of fame voting is it's you have to kind of go generation by generation because there's different like there's the dead ball era yes, there's right. the, the there's a hundred years ago no one hit home runs and babe ruth starts hitting home runs I always viewed Scott Rowland as one of the two or three best, if not the best, defensive third baseman of like that twenty years. Um, and he, he knocked in a hundred runs about four or five times too. So I mean, yeah. he was he was a very good hitter. It's uh, yeah, you know, he's not a slam dunk because I think he's only got twelve hundred and eighty RBIs or something like that for his career. But uh, I thought he was a fantastic third baseman. And as some people point out, and this wasn't part of mine, but he third base is the very underserved position in Hall of Fame. Uh, I think there's only uh, 12 peer third basemen, which is the least in any position. And uh, it, it, it is because that was always a power position, you know, and, a, you know, but uh, yeah, I think he, uh, he deserves it. Uh, Helton is a, it, it, and Helton's about the same. Once you say Helton's the same, same case, basically he's just right there as he, is he a Hall of Famer? It's hard when you play not. in that ballpark too, because it's like automatically you get yeah, you get right. dinged for playing in the in the '90s in that ballpark. But does does Roland getting in? And by the way, he he's he never led the league in any offensive category no. in any year. Rookie Joe of the Ma- year. Joe, about Joe of the Mauer year had his th- only prize. Yeah. Yep. Joe Mauer had three batting titles, led the league in on base a couple times, an MVP award. Right? Does does Roland getting in? have any effect on Maurer as he becomes eligible next year? Joe Maurer will not make it next year. It's a it's a tough ballot. He's coming in with about five pretty good guys, uh, but he will make it. Uh, there's I have no doubt about that in my mind now. He will make it in the year three or four, something like that. He's You know what he needs? He needs a year like this where, where there weren't a lot of, you know, standouts on the ballot he needs a he needs a ballot where there's a lot of guys that only vote for three or four people and they still vote for the steroid guys the steroid guys are going off the ballot now so Mm. you know the obvious steroid guys are going off the ballot so they won't detract from joe mauer's getting votes you know because some guys were complaining there for a while 10 wasn't enough you can vote for 10 which is preposterous that 10 isn't enough, but uh, he'll make it. Now, I, I just the standards of the standards have been lowered. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look, my God, this, the, the, you know, as an old crusty guy, I talk about the old crusty guys who, uh, you know, would thought that, I mean, it took Harmon four or five years. It took, uh, you know, uh, everybody uh it, it there was never a unanimous uh hall of famer until who would mariano was he was he I think rivera yeah. yeah i think he was the first one yeah. so it, that's i mean what what so willie mays wasn't unanimous what the hell you know i yeah. mean it's it, it's it's and there weren't as many voters back then too there was only like maybe 300 there for a long time and they they did weed out a lot of guys too that weren't once you were a 10-year guy, you were in, and even if you left the business, you were still getting ballots and stuff. And uh, 
or left the beat. You know, a guy like I know, like Steve Ashburner, I think he lost his ballot and was very bitter, but he was, you know, covered the NBA for 15 years. I brought so, him up. I brought him up one time just as, not to like diss him, but as an example yeah. of like why there's too many voters. And I, yeah. I wish I hadn't. And it got back to him and he was not happy. <laughs> no, Ash did get a little, uh, Ash could get a little uh, up, uh, upset. We're, we're, we're okay, but uh, we're not, uh, you know, we got, uh, I think he unfollowed me because he doesn't like my politics. So, Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's a political uh, thing. That is shocking not, that that takes sure. place. I, I'm not sure, but it was, uh, there was something. But, we, you know, we, we got along fine. But, uh, in, uh, yeah, he, he was very upset when he lost his ballot. I know that. Uh but it's uh, the process is it does. You're right, Phil. It changes year to year, year, you know, and the, the 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 I think the ballot is now in the Harold Baines era. Right. If Harold Baines, Baines lowered all, the bar, he definitely yeah, lowered, he lowered the, bar. the bar. He lowered the bar. And and I was I was 50, not me voting for Joe, but I was 50 50 on what he was, what he how whether he was going to make it. But five years ago, but now I think he's a cinch. I, I mean, you look at it now, and he, you know, caught for but nine years and won three batting titles, and nobody yeah, else well, nine or ten. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's he's going to make it. it. He'll be he'll probably be close the first time. I would think he'll be in the sixty percentile the first time, probably. No, he uh, he played those five years at the end of his career where he played first base and DH'd, and and he had mm-hmm. one three hundred season in those last five. But I am, I wonder. There's two things I wonder about Maurer. If he had just played the ten years at catcher and injuries drove him out of the game, and he, he finished, he yeah, he finished with a three twenty three average, a four hundred on base percentage, an MVP, batting titles, and the other thing is and this example is what, A, Kirby Puckett. He got exactly. driven out of the game. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah. And the yep. other thing with Puckett is Puckett had the heroic World Series and playoff run. I mean, Maurer yes. played in ten playoff games, had one double. Yeah, well, he had two, and Phil Cousy called well, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> point. <laughs> hey, was that their last? Was 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 that the first of the eighteen straight losses? No. Phil Cousy. No, wasn't was that Cousy? Cousy when no. did he? Cousy was no. Cousy was, was oh, Cousy was yeah. later. Cousy yeah. was that's later. right. Yeah. I was thinking it was at the end of '04, but it wasn't. It was. Well, we were six years into it. So yeah, five we years into it. Five years Cousy into it. Okay, Phil. Yeah. Well. You know, everybody says they never beat the Yankees. Well, they beat them in the first game in 03 and 04. And then they, and then, the, but the losing streak started with game two in 04. So, you know, actually, we're, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary in a year, year and a half of the last time they won a playoff game. We might want to consider hanging that banner at Target Field if they have a, <laughs> a celebration. Bring it. Well, they brought the celebration the of the last time they won a playoff game. Show they, brought the o, they brought the O two team back in two twelve, right? Didn't they? Uh, they did. They brought them because uh, they won a playoff series, and uh, that's so dumb. And, and, well, <laughs> and then so uh, you know they were heroic by our standards, and now they were. They I mean, did save the Twins from contraction, but it's like how poverty is your franchise that you have a ten year celebration for winning a playoff round, and. I think it was more the old one team that saved them, right? Yeah. Didn't it? I yeah. mean, it was more the old one team that they kicked it up. And plus, I don't know if it ever was going to happen. I mean, Seelig, I was, I had ripped Seelig before I went to this meeting down in Arizona. And, uh, and basically, we were in a room the size of, uh, of 
ballroom, Bud and I alone, and there was a big table in there where the owners met, and Bud was smoking his Tipperello and making laps around and talking to me as he was making laps around. Uh, and we always got along good, but telling me how screwed up I was and that really we were just doing this so Carl could get a new ballpark, which it still took him a while to get. But basically, I mean, a lot of it was off the record, but he was basically telling me that contraction was a crock of crap and that we were never going to do it, <laughs> you, you know. But hey, Patrick, was, Patrick, you you think about the stops and starts and the stunts that the Twins pulled around th- that time between the triad? which never existed and contraction and and if bud's oh. right and he might be you basically duped the public or attempted yeah, well, to bud, twice we had to do something to get your to get your town off its dead ass but uh it basically was i mean he, he was working on getting his own ball and he'd gotten his own ballpark and now he said okay let's get them one but yeah you're 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 right the the triad in, in retrospect do you think that the uh, major league base. I mean, I, we were all just trying to do something, but I think it'll let them move to Winston Salem. <laughs> you know, oh, no. a major league baseball team. They couldn't even get Charlotte involved, or uh, you know, some town that actually had some population. It was the Triad. Yeah. Okay. Why not Nashville? Why? Why not a yeah, credible well, city? I, I don't think Nashville then was as credible as it is now. Do you? Uh, the hockey made, made it, but, Probably but it not was more credible than Winston Salem. And I don't even know who the other two are. Do you? In the Triad, uh, Winston Salem, and a couple others. It's it's not a uh, it's, it's it wasn't a big league option. And but of course, luckily me, I was getting good inside information from Forcia, who ended up being a really reliable source. So you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that before yeah. the jail stint yeah 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 it was before he ended up spending a little time in the Hooskow, but uh what the hell you know that was what a chaotic area area that was but but be it really happened i think is when carl went over to the state legislature and they abused him you know and, and he would have he probably would have folded her up because he was so mad at the way he was treated when he went over there they just you know yeah anyway Yes, you're right. It was, uh, it was, uh, they were, there were some, St. Paul, they were going to, Coleman had a election to build a new ballpark and wasn't it Nick, uh, Norm had it, had it, had gotten the hockey and he was going to get baseball too and got beat about 75% and 25%. Where were they going to put that ballpark? Is it where, where the Saints maybe, ballpark? Uh, maybe oh. where the Saints are. I don't know where it was. Across the street for, from the X in, in that lot where they just built condos and restaurants. Is that right? Okay. And it was gonna because it was gonna flow the foot traffic, which actually would would have been cool down West Seventh Street to all those bars. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. a terrible idea, but it wasn't gonna work. No, wasn't gonna ever happen. So anyway, Joe, though, yeah, he'll get it. He'll get in, but he'll have to be a little bit patient. Okay. Uh, it's not gonna be immediately, but uh, I mean, when he, and I think the farther we get removed from him, the more astounded we become that. We got a three-time batting champion and a guy who hit 365 while he was catching. Yeah, yeah. and the whole I think too, like the, the the local, the local groundswell of frustration surrounding him was always yeah. like the national writers and and yeah. out-of-state baseball writers yeah. were always like, "Wait, Joe Maurer is a controversial figure." And, 
people don't just well, universally believe that he's a really good player? Okay, what year was he like the poster boy for the game? Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah, oh nine. I mean, he, he was, was literally on the cover of MLB he, the Show video game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was the number one star in in Major League Baseball in oh nine, and yeah. uh, you know, we 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 were. Uh, if he'd been playing now, he'd be considered an Iron Man, you know, right? <laughs> For true. the Twins. Yeah, I mean, he'd be, uh, what, didn't his last, how many games did he played at the end there? First this is base? amazing. This is a great like point. One, Here are his, game, his games played by season, okay? one And now compare this in your head to Byron Buxton or yes. almost any player. Yeah. 131, 140, 109, 146. Then he played 138 after missing all of April in 2009. Yes, yeah, he played. He basically the rest played of the every day of the rest of the year. Yes, 137. We we so he got and it's, by the way, it's your guy Barrero led the charge on this for years that he would miss 20 games because he's a catcher. He's going to sit a day game, yeah, right? Yeah, right. But but like 137, 138 games, 147, and people called him soft because he missed games, right? <laughs> well. The worst thing that ever happened to him was when they had Gardy write down bilateral. <laughs> they told yeah. him to describe it as bilateral leg weakness, and that's I still somebody had a bilateral leg leg weakness joke the other day on Twitter. I mean, not him? about him, about something else, you know. Uh, some got to block, got to block those and any jokes oh, yeah. about the squirrel at Target Field too. Yes. Yeah, oh, I love the squirrel uh, and the, uh, the trees. Trees, I, trees, trees. Was one of my first blockages of the uh, the trees. I don't know. You know what? Did we talk Michael Taylor the other day? Did we talk? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Boy, is that a is that an official announcement that we're we're done seeing Buck in center field too much? Right? Who plays more innings? Who plays more oh. innings in center? Michael Taylor? Oh, way, yeah, way more. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Buxton plays. Last year, their goal was to have them play 100 games. What? How close did we get? Did we get to 90? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they I think he got out. pretty close to 100. Maybe he did. And then, you know, which was a stupid. He got less abuse for having a goal of playing 100, the team having a goal of playing 100 games than Joe did for bilateral. Like, <laughs> Joe got more yeah. abuse for uh, that. Uh, 92. 92 games for Buck. Uh, the other thing too, the Mauer, you know, people were so enamored with Mauer's contract in a non-salary cap league. By the way, I get that right. like, the contract does. If you're trying to spend within your revenue, like it does prevent you from spending. But people would constantly bring up the contract, and this is kind of like the early Twitter era too. And so I feel like you compare that ten years ago to now. There's this huge groundswell of people that defend Kirk Cousins' contract, oh. for instance. Like, yes. we're so bipolar with how we view contracts. And, and, and the thing about Joe's is, I mean, it was a celebration in March of 2010 when yeah. they signed him because uh, yeah. he was going to go to the break the the Red Sox were going to give him all the money in the world. The Yankees, he was going to yeah. get all the money. We it was a celebration, so. That was uh, what? What was the number? What was the number? What it was, was twenty three million a year? Twenty three a, a year. One eighty four. Yeah, yeah. People wanted home runs, though. They suddenly decided that yeah. he should be hitting home runs, and I, I don't know. The, the big part, the part about it too, Patrick, is, is this: the difference between 
Maurer and Buxton is, I think, if you recall, Maurer took a lot more immediate abuse from the mainstream media than Buxton has. Like, Buxton gets defended now more. And, and so I think that, that that helps his cause. People on Twitter rip him, but he doesn't get the general abuse that, that to Phil's point. Like, Barrero would pile on Joe. Well, that's going to then translate to a different feeling a little bit. So I, I think there's there's been a seismic shift in how things are covered, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a, you know, there is, and I'm I'm hearing a lot of it now uh, from uh, the uh, from kind of rip, uh, ripping the rise trade is uh, people. I mean, now oh, you you're out of right. touch. You don't know anything about baseball, and that's uh, which is fine. I don't care. But uh, uh, you know, my my basically my basic problem is I like uh, I like 300 hitters better than I like 300 strikeout guys. So that's uh, my uh, that's my basic problem. But yeah. uh, uh, it, you're right, though, Phil. It's uh, we probably treated, and we we probably treated Joe worse than uh, you know any star we've ever had around here, yeah. right? And, and the things that he did were kind of. If you're a casual baseball fan, you want home runs, right? You want guys to hit the ball 450 feet. It's kind of boring when a guy just gets on base 40 percent of the time and keeps the chains. He's a chains moving, first down converting. Catcher. You know what else killed him? That bunt that night in uh, Cleveland. The, 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 was yeah. it here? It was, it was here. Full house on a Saturday a... night, right? Full house on a Saturday night. He booed his ass. RBI situation, and he bunted, and rather than hit a double to left center field, and they were bad, bad people. Yeah. I don't need. Did they even throw him out? Did he get it? I, I can't remember what it did, but he didn't. Well, Garney basically ripped him after the dead game too, right? So. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was not good. You know, wasn't that fun though back then in the early when the target field first opened and people were emotional about? Oh, I think that was good old days. Wasn't that in 2010 when they were still good? The bunch? yeah, mm-hmm. was it in, in 2010 when they he was still catching and they were. It was after were, that, and the, oh, I thought because the crowd I, when the the stadium was still full though they were still having yes. a good crowd. So anyway. Yeah, it was a Saturday night. And he, he bunted, and the the world went nuts. It's uh, that's when we had enough fans to realize that the bunt in that situation was a bad play. Now they, you know, they no they one even knows. No one knows what's happening. And you know, and then it's they got the guys who still says they should bunt more. That's their problem. They don't bunt enough, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was going to solve Buxton's problems about four years ago. He just needs to bunt yeah. more often. I don't know. He's an interesting case, man. He's they're, they're basically announcing he's a, he's not a center fielder anymore. Like bring so do you think, do you think they're going to tuck him into a, like a different position, or do you think he's no, just a no, DH? No, no, no. He'll play center field or DH. He's not. There's any place else you put him. The odds of him killing himself are a lot better than they are in center field when he used to play it. I love the guys. Couple of I got some guys saying uh, he's going to end up at first base. Oh, really? Let's let's put let's Shooter. make him let's put him somewhere where he's got to make quicker movements on his bad knee. Let's that's yeah. really a good that's extreme. That's and the you're gonna, you're stupidity gonna... <laughs> that's out there with people who think they know something about baseball. And you're going to put him within five feet of tripping over something on every play. Yes, right? A better now a bigger object to trip over than it was. Uh, we got the bigger base here. 
Here's your goal. Find out what the what the uh, goal of Falvey and Rocco is for games played for Buxton. Since we know it, it started at 100 last year. Have we mm-hmm. dumbed it down to 75? Or are we at 80? I'd like to know what the 2023 goal is. Yes. Yeah, I think on the at the uh, Friday uh, media, uh, whatever that thing is they have on Friday, that's uh, okay. Michael A. Taylor's here. What's that mean for that? That's that's a huge storyline right now. What's that mean for Buxton? I mean, is they're admitting that that knee is chronic now, right? Yes. Aren't they? They're admitting that you know that he can't. You know, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for having a guy out there who can catch the ball and get a hit once in a while and not be Gilbert or Celestino who might run the wrong way when he gets on the bases. But, uh, you know, but it, it is a We now know why Byron Buxton took $100 million instead of waiting, right? If, if Carlos Correa was getting bounced by the medics when, when – when he went to get his big contracts, what do you think they would have said about Byron's knee? You, you know, yeah, which is actually you, you can go to the Mets, but you're going to pay them now. Actually, is what's yes, right, right. So, uh, how about how about our guy, poor Ben Johnson, coaching his ass off? He gets him to play. He's got this kid, Trayton Trayton Thompson, right, who hasn't played. The kid from Alexandria, right, isn't he from yeah. Where's he from? Alexandria yeah. hasn't played all year. He's got him out there battling, and then out of nowhere, the kid decides to shoot a three with twenty seconds left on the clock, right in front of the Gopher bench. I bet he wanted to kill himself, Ben. When he threw, what is he doing? Why is he throwing that three up there? Uh, he, he was feeling it, man. He's got he's, he's, he's in his childhood no, dream. He's in the barn. No. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Get back down there underneath the basket and get try to get a rebound. What the hell was it? They, it is a. This is the worst finishing team in the history of Big Ten basketball. They missed their last eleven shots again last yesterday. They, I mean, obviously the talent is is not there. Battle had a big game. They should not be. The collection he put on the floor last night should not have a chance to beat Indiana, right? He's got him playing. He's got him playing hard. He's got him. Indiana just played like idiots. You know, they they got one player, and they they looked at that zone the way Patino's team used to look at the Northwestern zone. You know, like ah, Tubby's team. Tubby's team was the same way. Oh yeah, generations of Gophers teams have looked at that. Yeah, that. There's seven by, guys on defense with that. By the way, they go play Northwestern Saturday, and Northwestern scoring points. I don't know what they're doing. They must have stopped playing the zone. They kicked the hell out of Nebraska yesterday, I think. And uh, but yeah, it's here's the deal. About every third game, they're giving you the big effort where they got a chance to win, and then they got the then they got the followed by the extreme clunkers. So uh, it's uh, I feel sorry for the guy. He's just trying like hell. And finally, when he knew they were going to lose it, he just, uh, uh, just get your season it, tickets. Get your season yeah. tickets. Buy low. You know, right. it, uh, it, it, from a distance, it sounded loud in there last night, but they only announced nine, which means six, right? They should <laughs> pump in crowd noise like the Metrodome 25 yes, years ago. Or <laughs> the new place. The new place will pump some noise in there, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right Pat. We got to run. We'll catch yeah. you uh, tomorrow, sir. All right. See you. All right, there it is. Uh, Roycey Unchained 
everything he does throughout the week on the Royce Unchained podcast feed. See you guys.